Hi, this is Holly. This is a space to be. It's good to be with you. This episode, this conversation, it centers around hope and sadly around hate. In the context of what is happening today, this civil uprising and all the protests, they make prominent our history as American people, as a society, and as a country of moral tensions, contracting and expanding hope and hate. What is hope? Perhaps it's an ambition for something rare and sacred, like justice and peace, in which hundreds of years ago was usually a pursuit of God's approval. Or maybe it could come from the word hop, as in leaping towards expectation. Or perhaps it could be a union of the two, a leaping towards something sacred, perhaps a directional leap towards justice. What then is hope? Perhaps a passionate dislike or disgust that motivates action or the Greek origin miso, meaning hater or hatred. Maybe haters are misanthropists who would have a general hatred of humankind. I think that 45 and his family and his oligarch friends are all misanthropists. I think some of his followers might find the origins of their hate in the word bigot, which describes a sanctimonious religious hypocrite. I think those who oppose Black Lives Matter and indigenous and native rights to life are bigots. Our communities and neighborhoods are now battlefields for justice. But where did this conflict begin? Ellie Weissel, Nobel Laureate, says all wars begin in the heart of men, not battlefields. So it is not in the streets where the war is fought. It is in the heart of men. It has been in the dark heart of white supremacy. And right now, it is in the heartlessness of one man, 45. Fanaticism can lead one into insanity. One can pledge their allegiance to an ideology or person so fully that nothing else is sensical, nothing else exists, just the ideology or the person who is at the center of their fanaticism. What is the seduction of such fanaticism? Is it in the exclusion of others who do not love what you love as much as you love it that brings you security? Or is it that they just feel justified and right in how they feel all the time? The fanatic avoids dialogue and weaponizes words instead.
Again, in Weissel's words, he says, Hate knows no frontiers, neither racial nor ethnicities. Hate is contagious, wearing different masks. It can be found among all religious and social communities. To hate is to refuse another as a human being, to diminish him or her or them, to limit your own horizon by narrowing his or hers or theirs, and also at yourself, not as a subject of pride, but as an object of disdain and fear. He also says, our motto must be, in spite of despair, hope must exist. In spite of suffering, humanity must prevail. And in spite of all the differences in the world, the worst peril is indifference. Sometimes we must interfere when human lives are endangered, when human dignity is in jeopardy, national borders and sensitivities become irrelevant. Whenever persons are persecuted because of race or political views, that place must, at that moment, become the center of the universe. No one really likes to talk about hate and even more avoided are the subjects of hate or those who have been subjugated by hate and bigotry. But there is hate even in the life of religions or in the systems of government. And here in America, hate is often spoken as for the love of God or for the honor of God, or for the love of country. And of course, 45's favorite slogan, make America great again. There's a fanaticism in this hate, and there is hate in this fanaticism. There is fear in the hearts of those who would deny dignity to others and whose actions reinforce otherness as lowerness. There's a desperation to hold on to this above you positioning over others. Othering is another expression of hate, not only racist, a misanthropist internalization of disgust for humankind. Humankind and human kindness are irrelevant to haters. Often, they have a self-perception of godliness or that they do not or that they do what they do for the love of God and country. When this propaganda for othering is used against people and populations of persons, it is a violent attempt to dehumanize and oppress human lives, creating owners and guards, which means others, which is a code for not white, become human hostages or prisoners 
slaves, kidnapped and forced by human traffickers to endure degradation, rape, abuse, torture. It is abundantly clear that hate is contagious. It is infectious, and along with the coronavirus, the disease of racism needs a vaccine. But what is a vaccine for hate? How can we immunize ourselves from life-threatening, infectious hate? I think there might be something in the immunology of hope, in the full-bodied state of joy, in dancing as an individual's bill of rights. Hope is directional. It's a force, not a feeling. Hope is muscular. James Baldwin says, hope is invented by us every day. An invention by us. I hear Baldwin reminding us that this is something we make through human effort. Hope is the making of belief. It is the body's spiritual survival mechanism. It protects and defends yours, mine, our humanity. Hope is robust, not meek. Hope pushes forward. It does not just sit back and passively wait. Hope reaches, strives, aims, pulls, and lifts us up out of fear and delivers us into safety and peace. To hope is to be willful and compassionate. To listen and shout. To stop oppression and expand freedom. To hurt and to be strong, to cry and march at the same time, to be afraid and brave, but to fight against policies and not to hate people. We do not hate you, but we will hold you accountable. We hurt but we will never be without hope. Hope is on the rise. Hope surges into the streets and spills out of our homes. Hope is in the mighty hands of children who hold up their hearts as they march with the signs that they made from home. Family made. Hope is in the black woman who gave birth to humanity before we split and drifted apart into separateness. Hope is returning the sacred land and lives we stole from native and indigenous peoples. Hope lives behind bars and inside the cages where we hold hostages who refuse to be invisible. Hope grows in our resistance Change is coming with our persistence. Our liberation and power will not be denied. Hope, we make you real every day. I hope with you. I hope because of you. You 
are our hope. Your hope is in me. Cause good trouble always.